we were learning about the subject of Zehirut. Zehirut means that a person is careful in what they do to be Zahir. We spoke about how a person has to be careful in his actions to think before he does. A person has to be careful about his general derech, his general derech in life, his general attitudes. A person has to be zahir. He says, Vehine, he says, Ze davar shehasechel yehayevehu vaday. He said, what I'm teaching you here, that a person needs to be careful in life before he decides what to do, what not to do, how to do things, and everything, like we learned before, in the small details, the, the minute-to-minute or even second-to-second decisions, and in the big decisions of a life, whether it's family, whether it's personal, whether it's religious in the sense of how to spend their time, what they should be involved in, what they shouldn't be involved in, whether it's how to give charity, whether it's how to greet people, how to deal with difficult people, whether it's how to deal with... Everything in life is a situation. And Zahir means you think ahead before you act or don't act. He says, Zedavar. He says, What I'm teaching you here is something she has sechel yehayevehu vadai. He says, This is something that your logic, your mind says, it has to be this way. Which means I'm not telling you something that you have to look up in the pasuk. Someone says, oh, where does it say you have to think before you act? Where does it say you have to think before you build your home and figure out how your home should run? Where does it say you have to think before you react to someone who did something to you? Where does it say you have to think before you think about what to do with your free time? Where does it say? You know, before a person could tell you that it's something that you're not allowed to do on Shabbat. Someone says, listen, you know, you can't do this on Shabbat. Sasur. The first thing you should ask is, where did you get it from? You know, in the Torah, we, we don't just say things. You can just get up and talk. Oh, you know, uh, I think it's a good idea that we should do this. Or we think it's not a good idea. We don't, we don't live like that. People who live like that are living in darkness. Everything that we do has a source. Someone tells you that you could or can't do something or you should do something. You have to ask, where does it say? Where'd you get it from? It's got to be a reliable, authentic source. But he says when it comes to this subject of, listen, you got to think before, before you do something, you got to think. 
Like I told you before when we learned this, that's not so natural. Interesting. Not so natural for people to think before they do. We're going to discuss that soon. But he says, this is something you don't need a pasuk for. You don't need to find it in the midrash somewhere. You don't need to get mad up for this. He says, this is something, common sense. Your logic tells you that you need to be careful before you do something. You got to think ahead. After we know, since we know that a person has logic, he has a brain, he has sechel, he has the ability to know what's good for him, what's not good for him. Meaning someone who doesn't have the ability to know what's good for him or what's not good for him, someone else has to think for him. That's why when you have a little child, you do all his thinking. Every part of his thinking you're doing. You decide when he eats. You decide when he could do anything. Because he doesn't have yet sechel to think about what he needs to do. As he matures, he gets to think and do on his own. He says... That when a person has sechel, when you have a brain and you have the ability to think, lehatzil et atzmo, a person has the ability to save himself. nishmato, and to escape from destruction of his soul. Ech yitachen. How is it possible? How is it possible that you can look away and blind yourself from what you need to save you? He said, surely the word pehitut means low, pahot. There's nothing lower. Holelut means it's a mockery. There's no lower, there's no greater mockery than this. I just read a few lines to get you familiar. But really every one of these lines needs, needs explanation. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. He's saying that what I learned with you in the first few lines of this chapter, that in order to succeed in life, you have to think. You have to think ahead of everything. He says, this is something that you don't need a source from me to tell you. I don't need to cheat you a pasuk. I don't need to bring you a ma'amar hazal. Hazal means Gemara, Midrash, logic. Now, why does he say that? Why, why is he stressing that? Let, let's say you could learn it from a pasuk. Like what, what is the purpose of him saying, by the way, what I'm telling you, imagine you told your son, 
Imagine you told your son, I'm telling you something very important. And I want to tell you, you don't need a source for this. Logic. What does that do? Well, what, what does that help? What does it help to tell us that this is something that your mind would say, yes, of course. Why is that? In what way does it help? If I had a source in the Torah or it's in my logic, why is that different? It's telling you that, that your own mind would agree to this. You don't need a source. If I told my son, I find the source to this in the Torah, or I tell, listen, the source, it's in your mind. It's, it's right there. You, you have it on your own. So why, why does that make it any more? It sounds like you're saying, oh, look, you don't need a source for this. When, you know, who built the human mind? The creator. Hashem created the mind and he programmed the mind. That means there are certain things that he put in our mind that we say, oh, yeah, it's obvious. Why are they obvious? They're not obvious to a monkey. They're not obvious to an elephant. They're not obvious to a three-year-old. What you and I might say is obvious. People who are of less capability may not think it's so obvious. So why did it it becomes so obvious to you because the creator of the world he programmed our brains and certain things he put in there that are obvious and certain things not so obvious he needed to give us instructions for follow you follow that when Hashem programmed our brain like they program a computer he put into our brain certain things that are obvious. And then certain things that you have to be able to get it from the outside. For example, if we compare it to a computer, there are certain things in the operating system of the computer that the computer needs it. There's no way without it. It's in there. And then there are things he has to pick up from the outside. that you could put in new applications, you could put in new things. Why is it that Hashem put certain things in our logic? What does that tell you about those things? Before we say why he did it. What does it tell you when you see things are obvious to every human? Ah, must be they're more important must be the essential. Meaning when I tell you, listen, this item, you got to learn it, but this item I'm giving it to you right now, if Hashem is giving to you right now, that means it's very important. You can't live without it. The other things, they're also important, but you're going to learn it. Meaning there are certain things in life that are so essential, it's too risky to wait for you to open the book and start learning. You need to learn because those things are also very important. But this is so essential. 
It's so important that we can't take the risk of waiting for you to open the book or not to open the book. So therefore, things that are logical, that every human has, it already tells you that that thing must be very essential. What this man is saying is a very important point as a guidance in life. And that is that the more obvious something is in our minds, the more essential it must be. Because remember, God gave us other ways of learning important information. For example, He taught us in the Torah, That's a lesson in the Torah. But it's not so obvious to every person that you have to love every person like you love yourself. That's so obvious. You have to learn that. After you learn it, maybe you'll understand it. Maybe then it will become, oh, now it makes sense. You know, today there's a world that walks around with many values. Those values originated in the Torah. And today people will say, oh, it's, uh, it's so obvious. But before the Torah was given, they were not so obvious. You know, the obvious only becomes obvious after you tell somebody, oh, 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 yeah, wow, that's obvious. But, but for 50 years, it wasn't so obvious to you. So after the fact, even things that weren't obvious to you can become obvious. could become obvious. could become obvious. But maybe before you learned it, it wasn't so obvious. But there are things that Hashem says, I'm not waiting, not for the Ten Commandments, not for the Torah to be given, not even for Jews to choose to become Yehudim. No, I need to give this to you before because you cannot survive without it. That's a beautiful principle, Charlie, that anything that we have already programmed that everybody could agree is common sense. Come on, it's obvious. Must be that it is extremely essential and we will not be able to move without it. This is what you just said. I'm not talking about instincts. Instinct animals have. Otherwise, talk about obvious mind. Your mind says, yeah obvious. No, instinct means how you act. This is how you understand something. Hashem gave us pre-programming for certain things that we didn't have to learn. They're there. When you copy somebody, it's external. When Hevel co copied Hevel, when Hevel copied Cain, that was an external lesson. He learned from his brother. He was smart to learn from him. But there are things you don't have to learn. There are things that are obvious. You see even a little child, if they know there's a danger, automatically they're careful. How does a child know that when there's danger, you look at a little child, and if he's smart enough 
that there's danger. For example, he sees a stranger. Right. Even a little baby sees somebody new, scared. Where'd that come from? How does that little child who doesn't understand anything, how did he know to be careful and to step back when he saw something that looks dangerous? He had to think about it before he warms up to it. Notice, when he sees a stranger, he backs up and then he sees how his father and mother are reacting towards that person. He sees if it's safe or not. He's, he's studying. He's all but three months. It's unbelievable. It's an amazing creation that Hashem made. And then after he thinks it through, according to what he's able to understand, he warms up and he says, oh, it's safe over here. That's God-given that when there is an unknown ahead, not only dangerous, he doesn't, we don't only do it by a fire, anything unknown to a child is reason for caution. You know that? When he goes into a new house that he never saw before, He's cautious. He sees a new person. He's cautious. Anything he's not aware of or something like it, right away, he steps back. You ever think about that? How does a child who knows nothing, how does he know that he's supposed to think before you proceed to the most amazing thing. God put this automatically in our mind because it is of great essence that in life, before something is known to you, before you befriend somebody, you be careful before you decide to become friendly with that guy and that person and this group. Hey, hold on. Who says they're safe? Who says it's good for you? Before you go somewhere, time out. Think. It's unknown. Danger ahead. You're getting married. You know what a little three-month-old would do if he was about to get married? He would be so scared. Where am I going? What's going to happen over there? So he would take caution until he feels that it's safe. Before you get married, it's an unknown. If we took this child's, this child is an example, that means every unknown in life, and there are many unknowns, you have a child. It's frightening. You have a child, it is frightening. You should be shaking when you have that child. It's unknown. Until you have enough confidence that you know what to do with that child. Any unknown. You're going somewhere. Where are you going? 
It's unknown. Well, let me see. I got to check it out first. Maybe it's not good for me to be there. To befriend somebody. A business deal. And as you get a little more mature, I have a free hour. I have a free hour. It's unknown. What, what could that hour do for me? Well, what should it be doing for me? If I don't use the hour the right way, dangerous. It's an unknown. Everything is an unknown in life. A child of three months in any unknown, what does he do? Backs up until he feels comfortable to proceed. What an unbelievable... Do you understand? That's why... You could learn, if you want to learn, I heard one rabbi say once, if you want to learn about yourself, study a little baby. If you study a baby, you learn a lot of chokhmah. Because you'll see chokhmah in its raw form before it gets uh, tainted and polluted. A baby is innocent pure and his actions in whatever God gave him like he gave every human is pure so you'll see yourself in your pure stage and you'll see sometimes how far you went in becoming a polluted person study a little child and this is one of the great lessons that Baruch Hashem we just learned Charlie you helped us learn a beautiful, powerful lesson that it's of the most essential parts of the human that before they go into any unknown territory, small or big, they back up and they stop and they make sure they get enough information to make it safe where they can go. And even then, they proceed with caution sometimes till they feel it's really safe. Unbelievable. Who did that? You think your child did that? That was the creation of the world. And you think only little kids have it? Every person has it. So now you might ask me, based on what we just said, so if that's the case, how come we find ourselves not even as smart as a three-month-old the three-month-old is doing great he's he's brilliant anytime there's something new takes caution you see a 16 year old and the guy is jumping in the lake what's he doing he's walking around absolutely carefree not a worry in life. He's doing all kinds of things, going to all kinds of places, befriending all kinds of people, developing all kinds of habits, and not a worry. How could that be? Is a three-month-old smarter than a 60-year-old? That's a big question. You hear the question? That's a very powerful question. You follow? The question isn't why, how can we be careful? The question is, how are we not careful? 
People say, oh, so how do you become careful? Question is, how could it be that you're not careful? The three-month-old is beating you. You hear this? You follow? It's a big question. Before I answer that question, with Hashem's help, the Mesilad Yesharim, I asked you, why does he have to tell you this? He says, by the way, what I'm teaching you is, uh, it's obvious. Your brain already has it. What is he trying to say? What he's trying to tell you is, this is not just another halakha. Every halakha is very important. But it's not just a halakha. What I'm telling you must be so essential in your life. So important to your life. How do I know? Because your creator and my creator, he put it in the very fabric of our operating system. If Hashem did that, then you better believe this is something big. So pay attention. You should pay attention every time you hear wisdom. But sometimes people fall asleep when they hear wisdom. He says, this one, don't take that risk. Because this one is big. How do I know it's big? Because God put it in every single person. You know, that's how Abraham Avinu, Abraham Avinu, without the Torah, was able to learn some of the biggest fundamentals in life. When he, for example, when he saw a three-month-old step back, he asked him, we don't ask that question because we were so polluted in so many areas. We have no time to think. But Abraham who saw a three-month-old step back and worry before he went somewhere, said, hey, what is that? Why did God give him that? And he started to define that great chokhmah that Hashem made for us and start to utilize it in his own life. Abraham became careful in his actions when he learned and saw how little children are careful in their actions. Oh, oh, now. So that's what he's trying to tell you. You don't need me to bring sources. Whatever I told you, you in your brain. He's not trying to make us feel bad. You know, sometimes I tell the guy, well, when we say this, we're trying to make the guy feel bad. That's what we do. When, that's what we mean when we tell a guy it's obvious. Tell him you're, 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 you're stupid. That's what we try to tell him. God forbid he's not doing that. He's not telling the reader you're, 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 you're ignorant. What he's trying to tell you is, pay attention to what I'm telling you. This is so important. Because how do I know it's important? God made it obvious to you. So important. This is why the Mesilad Yesharim goes out of his way to say this. To make us realize the intense value of this issue in life. To proceed with caution in any area and every area in life. Now, the obvious question that we're not going to answer today, we'll wait till tomorrow, is if this is so essential, 
and a three-month-old already is using it. What happens as we get older? Do we lose? Do we lose the program? Does the computer that was programmed does it lose its ability to understand common sense? How many times have you seen people do things and it doesn't make sense? Why would you do that? Why would you go there? Why would you start that? What happens to us? Is it common sense to start smoking? That common sense. Why would you do that? What, what logic would tell you that? That's a question that we need to answer tomorrow. Guys, that's Shim. Have a wonderful day.